Hi guys and welcome to the Lazy Girl Podcast. I'm your host Tiana and I'm a bit tired today. I don't know if you can tell by my energy, I'm just a bit off. I have like a massive tension headache, so bear with me. I'm super excited though to be talking to you this week because I have so much to catch up on. I'm literally looking through my notes and I'm like, how long is this episode going to be today? So let's jump right into it. I feel like I say let's jump right into it every week, but (laughs) we're jumping in. This is episode seven. If you're new here, welcome. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Tiana, the host of Lazy Girl blog and podcast, and I just talk about all Aussie ventures, what's been going on worldwide, and my own little mishaps in life. So let's get started with like what happened this week. It's Friday. Let me catch you up on the week that just passed by. So last week I recorded on Friday. So I always end up recording just before a weekend. And so all this stuff happens. I I catch up with people. I do a few things over the weekend. So here it is. Let me introduce you to the weekend that was. So I've been obsessing over sambas for quite some time now. I'm going to say about six months I've been obsessing over sambas. Everyone's got them though. This is my problem. Like I'm the type of person that loves fashion, loves a trend. But when it becomes too extreme and everyone's buying the same thing, I get super turned off and I don't want them anymore. And this is what happened with sambas. So I don't know how I got obsessed with it. Clearly probably the same way everyone else did. You saw a celebrity wearing it and then you were like, yep, that's the new shoe I have to get. So I have lots of sneakers. I wouldn't say as many as my sister. She's like a sneaker fan, but I have quite a few. I don't have any crazy expensive shoes. I literally just buy them on sale or if I like them, I get them. I don't care about the brand. However, I need some dressier sneakers because I'm always thinking if I want to wear a dress and I want to wear sneakers, like what shoes am I going to wear? And what I find super annoying is that like I've already owned some of these shoes that now I'm looking at to buy again. I've had Vans, got rid of them. I have Converse, I got rid of them. Adidas, um, Superstars, got rid of them. And I'm literally sitting here going, where are they? Like when I get rid of shoes, like who the heck takes them? Because now they're all making a return and here I am just going, okay, cool. So like now I have to buy them again. So I went to the shops. So this is the, actually, let's start again. This is the other thing. I went to the US last year and I was like, I'm going to buy sneakers then because like the US has just like such a better range of shoes. And I was like, I'm going to buy Sambas. I went, they were all sold out everywhere, the black pair, the white pair. And I was just like, I'm, I'm turned off. And then every single person I was looking at had Sambas on. And I was like, no, like I'm not going to join this population also wearing sambas so that turned me off and I was like you know what I'm just gonna buy shoes when I get back to Sydney I've been back since October I have not bought sneakers yet because I just like can't fathom spending the money Christmas came around the sales were not amazing and I was like I'm not going to spend $200 on shoes I'm just I'm just not doing it I have plenty of shoes like no so here I am no sambas So on the weekend, I went with my sister to the shops and I was like, look, 
I'm going to bite the bullet. I spend $150 on food, restaurants. I spend it on things I don't even think about. But why won't I spend it on sneakers that I'm like obsessing over? So I went and I didn't even try them on. And I didn't buy them because I was just like, no, again, as I was hit with the why am I buying this? Like, I don't need it. So I went to the shops and actually bought nothing. And I'm quite proud of myself. And I don't know if every girl does this, but like when you go to the shops with the intention of spending and just nothing is vibing at the shops, you go into every store and there's just nothing that stands out and you go home kind of happy that you kept your money. It's like it's an accomplishment. I think we should be rewarded with that. Because then there's some days you go to the shops and you're like, I want everything here. Especially in Zara. That's one thing I'm obsessed with. Zara is like my store. Some days a visual merchandiser in there, she really, or he really comes alive. Because I go in there and I'm like, I could buy everything here. But it did not happen. But my sister did buy a really cute bodysuit from Kukai that I'm stealing when I go overseas. Because... My sister's like on a shopping spree most weeks. And so if I just point her in the direction that I like, then I can borrow her clothes. So it's a win-win for me. But yeah, totally over the Samba situation. I'm going overseas in a few weeks and I'm like, I will just see how I go. But to be honest, I have so much stuff in these wardrobes and I'm just honestly thinking I should look at what I've got and and see what I can make into a new outfit. Um, so, yeah, I didn't buy anything. Saturday night, I went to Toddy's in Roselle, and we had our anniversary, which is actually like a week before Christmas. Um, what am I talking about? Oh, my God, I'm losing my mind. A week before Valentine's Day, so it kind of was like a Valentine's dinner situation. That was really nice. I had obviously food poisoning the week before and so I'm eating on the lighter side. Uh, So I did enjoy it but I just like was very strict on what I was eating and how much I was consuming but we had a really good night. After that night we went to bed and then Sunday we went to Bondi, got a smoothie, went for a walk, we made breakfast at home and chilled out most of the day. It was actually really nice. I especially when we're already going overseas for me it's like there's no point spending money now or going out every weekend because like we're about to go out we're about to go to LA in um three or four weeks I can't even think right now but we're gonna obviously go out most nights and like I'm very much strategizing how much I'm going to spend so for me it's kind of like a countdown So I'm trying not to buy anything and we're trying to save money. So we didn't do much. Oh, but Sunday night we had the most disgusting cockroach in the bedroom. So this is my thing with cockroaches. Like I am not a fan. They are the most disgusting creature ever. They're so dirty. And I have like the best eyesight ever. I see them anywhere. I clock them walking their little antennas everywhere so we were laying down I was watching maths and my boyfriend was studying and um I was like oh I can see it in the corner of my eye on the windowsill but my boyfriend is so terrible at killing anything like he just he he just doesn't know how to kill anything so of course he doesn't kill it and it's running around the whole bedroom and I just said 
I'm not sleeping until it's dead. Like there's just no way. I'm not sleeping until it's dead. Because one time I was sleeping in my room and I felt something like small in on my head and I was asleep. But I was like, what is that? And I just moved my hand over my head and I felt something move down my neck and I was like, whoa. And I woke up, I shook out my nightie because I was wearing like a dress and I felt something fall down the back of my dress. And I was like, what is going on here? And I woke up, obviously turned the light on and there was a big black cockroach in the middle of my bed and obviously freaked out, killed it. I tried to spray the whole my whole bedroom and I couldn't find it. It went disappearing. And then I ended up having to sleep on the couch the whole night. The next day I found it in the bathroom dead. But this is what I mean. I cannot sleep unless I know something is dead. And I know a lot of you will be the types like, uh, we don't kill bugs or insects, like, you know, catch them and put them out. It's like, no, no, like I'm not about to catch a burglar coming into my house. I'm going to try and murder the burglar. So it's the same thing for any other intruder that comes into my house. So we didn't kill it, but... It went under this like crack in the floor and so I sprayed the whole room with deodorant because we didn't even have any bug spray and I was like okay I can't sleep and he was just like listen you've sprayed so much it's probably dead and I was just like in my head I'm like I know it's not dead because they don't die cockroaches breed in waste and disgustingness so I know it's not dead. So when we looked through the crack, we could see it just standing there, standing. I mean, I don't know what the cockroach is doing, sitting there with its little antenna moving. And I'm like, it's still alive. So we got a little blade and cut it out and then we killed it. Thank God that was donezo. But cockroaches in Sydney heat, um, it's just disgusting. And I am dying for summer to be over at this point. And fun fact literally we're near well we're not near but we're like the middle of february and then i leave for la in march and then when i come back it's like end of march so technically it's autumn so got to get the winter clothes out which i'm excited for the other thing is i like packed half of my stuff because i was planning on moving out honestly end of this month and we're not now moving out for probably two months. So half of the clothes I need for LA are now in boxes. So I'm going to have to unpack most of it. So my plan is to attack my sister's wardrobe and try and find all my outfits there because I'm only really going for a week. So I've got a few things to do, as you can tell. And we're not even a quarter way through this podcast. But anyways, Super Bowl was on Monday for us in Australia and When I tell you I couldn't be more excited to stream something in the office and on my computer screen most of the day, like for us, it started at 10.30 in the morning and finished around 2 p.m. So it was was amazing like most of the day because we were all working and watching and then the halftime show was actually at our lunchtime. So it was really, really fun. Everyone always asks me because I always stream it and talk about it. Like, oh, you must be such a fan. I'm like, I don't even know any NFL teams, like, at all. I don't follow the NFL. I don't know the rules. I just love the Super Bowl and I just love sport. So for me, it's like it's all about the atmosphere, the vibe. And I was like, literally, I'm going to be at the Super Bowl one day. 
I don't care how much the tickets are. I'm going. I need to put that on my bucket list. It's happening. Usher's performance, I wasn't expecting much. Firstly, I was surprised that he even was performing because, like, he hasn't released a song in so long. And then, like, I just I always just wasn't expecting much. To be honest, I was expecting, like, some other artist. But he did so well. So many of his songs, like, really hit the spot. It was, like, prime time when I was, like, in my early 20s at the club. And Alicia Keys was in there. Amazing Her was performing. I loved it. I just couldn't imagine what it would be like in person watching the real thing. But most Super Bowl performances just hit the spot. My favorite one still to this day, though, is J-Lo and Shakira. I think I've seen that one like at least 40 times. You have to watch it. If you haven't seen it, go on YouTube. It's, it's one of the best. I also liked when Eminem, Snoop Dogg and all the other rappers performed. That was super cool. So, yeah, the performance was great. Such a close match. Like, I can't even believe how close that game was because I think the year before it wasn't as close. But it was just like you couldn't even tell who was going to win. I was going for the 49ers because just I was. And um, honestly, I thought they had it in the bag until the very last overtime minute that they had. So, I don't know. Did Taylor Swift make it happen? Who knows? But in saying that, I did write a blog post actually recently. So if you don't read my blog, head over there. It's called lazygirlblog.com. And I write a few blog posts on there. You can see my TikToks, my YouTube videos. The podcast is on there. So basically a hub for everything. But I did write about these two girls who are living the life of luxury, Gracie and Ava Hunt. So their dad owns the Kansas City Chiefs. I was just like honestly so interested in their story because you don't really hear much on, I guess, you hear about like celebrity kids and you hear about athletes' kids, but you don't really hear about, you know, the guys or the men and the women behind, you know, stardom or like behind the celebrity so their dad is obviously really well known but isn't on tv you barely see him unless it's at a game and then these girls are living this life of luxury um no hate to them I would be doing the same as them but just being able to go to games flying private jets like their dad owns the team that's won the Super Bowl now twice in a row and it's like imagine (laughs) being in their world even for five minutes I used to think when I was younger I was always just like what would it be like just waking up one day and being that well known or that famous or having that type of like what is the word I'm looking for here because I'm so dead that type of status because obviously being from like you know Sydney you're not even like I'm we're not even in the US like me like I'm not we don't even have college games that are that big. We don't, but just being amongst that growing up like that, what that would be like. And I've always thought that way. So hopefully one day my kids will be born over in the U S who knows, but hopefully one day I can go to a college game and just, just kind of live my life vicariously through others. But yeah, I wrote about them. So check that post out. Oh, 
And I tried to get Taylor Swift tickets on Tuesday. So Taylor Swift is now in Melbourne. She just arrived. Her first show is in Melbourne tonight. And then she's literally performing in Sydney next weekend. So it's obviously crazy town. And they announced that they were releasing tickets New tickets, like where are they pulling these tickets from, by the way? Because they firstly say sold out and then they just keep pulling new seats. Like are they just creating areas in this arena? But they said they were going to release tickets on Tuesday. So 4 p.m. Sydney time, me and a few girls from work were literally just like on the computer. I don't even care that much to get tickets. Like this is the funny thing. The three of us were online while we were working, waiting for it to like open up. But None of us, like, are her biggest fans. Like, we just thought the atmosphere would be so amazing. It would be so fun to do and go to. And the tickets were, like, $69. So, we were, like, whatever. Most of the tickets were, like, obstructed views. So, you must have some sort of a pole in the way or only see half the stage. But we just thought, you know what? Like, if you could even just get tickets to see, like, just to be around that atmosphere, why not? So... We were waiting so long and then one of us got on, not me, obviously, my friend, she got on. So the next page on the Ticket Tech app takes you to the tickets that are available and they were like $250 tickets, $69 tickets, $78 tickets. So she's clicking trying to get four tickets for any day and like every time you select it, it was like, no, not available, not available, not available. So she was like, what the hell? So it was like, she was trying three tickets, two tickets. And she just kept trying. And the problem with Tick Attack is like they give you seven minutes to check out. But we didn't realize like in, in that seven minutes is also you deciding what seats you want. So it like it makes it near impossible to get seats because here she is trying to find the seats that are available. And every time she clicks, the page loads and it's like, no, that's taken. No, that's taken. So she's like, what the heck? Then she gets through, guys, she got through for Saturday night, two seats. They gave her the tickets and then it take her, takes her to the checkout page and it says she has a minute left to check out and she logs into Ticketek and her password's wrong. So she's like, oh my God. So I log into my account for her, get in and she has literally 10 seconds to put in her credit card details and it signed her out. Like I couldn't even imagine if some sort like some mega fan had this happened to them because they would literally be dying. Like she had them in her freaking car and they just disappeared because it took six minutes just for her to select tickets because the ticket tech website is so bad. Just saying, fix your shit. Anyway, my screen never changed. So I didn't even have a chance to buy tickets, but you know, I'm not devastated. It is what it is. Like it's going to be amazing for those of you that got the tickets my cousin she bought tickets with my auntie they're going on Sunday I think I don't even know I've asked her about 25 times and I, I don't listen so she's going and um she's got really good seats and she's so excited so I can't wait I honestly would have just gone so that I could have worn like a really nice outfit so that's the only reason selfishly that I wanted to go and obviously for content but it is what it is the next thing um that I did this week which I don't know if like many people care but I'm like a big nerd when it comes to like 
social media, trends, IT, video, graphic. Like, I just love creating content. I said last week that I'm, you know, that's like the direction I'm going in and I really just want to continue to share and be open and transparent and also teach other people. So I've had many Instagram accounts. Many people won't know this. But if you've followed me before on Instagram for a long time, you'll notice that like I've had many different names on my Instagram accounts. I've changed Instagram accounts multiple times. There's many reasons behind this. One reason was I got locked out of one of my accounts. I had to start fresh. This was like years ago. Um, Another reason is because I didn't want to share my last name for many security reasons. Other reasons have been that I've hired social media managers, brand managers, and they've just screwed up the algorithm on my account. So I've literally had millions of bots like follow me and unfollow me. So I've just decided to start an unfollowing journey. So I've been spending time every day unfollowing all these fake accounts. My current account has just so many of them. And honestly, I'm just wasting time putting out content that's not going to be seen. And for anyone that doesn't really understand how Instagram works or any kind of social media platform, um, the way it works is like your content gets posted and then it gets pushed to a certain amount of followers it won't get shown to every single person that follows you just because it's just like there's no capacity to do that it just shows to a portion of them if that select group likes everything then it gets pushed to more people and more people and so on so forth if you have a bunch of fake followers though there then when you post Instagram doesn't realize and it just posts to like whoever and it could be majority or fake followers. Those fake followers obviously aren't going to like your your posts, interact with you. So then Instagram thinks, okay, you're shit. <laughs> like I'm not going to keep pushing your content out because like it's just like you've got no audience. So I've been dealing with like the fact like I've been dealing with wanting to keep my follower number high but knowing that a lot of them are just – ghost accounts and it's honestly just not helping me I would rather have less followers and everyone be interactive because I'm spending time pushing content out daily I'm not just on Instagram to post a family photo like this is you know what I enjoy doing what I hope to make an income from so for me It's been on my mind for a while now and now that I'm so serious about the podcast and my blog and doing YouTube content and writing weekly and growing my brand, I just want to be able to get a great response and and keep growing and I'm not going to be able to do that with the amount of ghosts on my account. So if you do see those numbers dwindling, fear not. It's not because people are like, controversy, Tiana's done something I'm unfollowing, I'm unfollowing people. Um, don't get me wrong. Don't worry. I'm not unfollowing real accounts. I'm just unfollowing bots. So if you think I'm going on an unfollow spree because I'm doing what, you know, kids do where they unfollow who's not following them and all of that, I'm not doing that. I'm just unfollowing the bots. So that's going to take up a lot of my time. So that's kind of like my week so far this week coming up though. What am I doing? I'm I'm pretty much, I'm working today. I've actually been working out like crazy. And because of my food poisoning, I've been very low energy. So 
I need to get my energy back up and boosted. So my back is really sore. Um, I think that's just mainly because I've been training like crazy, not stretching after, not eating healthy, just not eating much in general. Um, and that's being totally honest. So I need to get back into that. So I might see what's in the fridge. But I did have a scrambled egg today, which I'm very proud of. And some toast. So she's on the up and up, some protein this morning. But my back is just so bad. And I need to do a stretch session um, after this. So I'm just dealing with a few things like that. Let's get into, though, my recommendations from this week. So I always want to try and recommend you guys things that I love watching, reading, whatever I've been doing, products I've been using. So here are my recommendations for this week, starting with the show on Netflix, which is called Lover, Stalker, Killer. It's number one at the moment on Netflix in Australia. I obviously, if you don't know, I'm a true crime girly. I love crime. I love documentaries. I'm obsessed with horror, psychological thrillers. Honestly, that's like just my favorite day is watching a documentary, Lights Off. It, I, I'm just a psycho like that. But this is one of the craziest stories I've ever heard. Now, without giving it away, this is the preface of premise, preface, premise of what it's about. So this guy is divorced. He has kids, he's divorced, and he goes online dating. He meets someone, they hit it off, then he breaks up with her. He meets someone else, they hit it off, they also end. He gets back with the first girl. The second girl starts stalking him. And it just gets into like murders. It gets into, I don't know how to say it without giving it away, but it's so, it's exactly what the title says, lover, stalker, killer. So Someone that was his lover turns into a stalker, turns into a killer. But the twists and turns, crazy. The ending will shock you. I mean, this stalker literally just slashed tires, um, graffitied, burnt down houses. Honestly, psychotic behavior. Oh my gosh, I loved it. The best part was like I watched that at my boyfriend's house while he was doing his meal prep and it was like he was worried for me because he's just like, are you going to be okay? Like I need an hour to move. And I was like, mate, (laughs) you don't understand me. I am fine in front of the TV watching this. Please don't bother me. This is amazing. So that's number one. Honestly, if you love crime, not even crime, like if you love stalker vibes, watch that amazing second is on it like on the back of my last podcast episode where I talked about being obsessed with Tish Cyrus and going to meet her one day and she's gonna be my manager she recommended on her podcast sorry we're stoned she has a podcast with her daughter called sorry we're stoned so she recommended this podcast called the seduction and I found it on um I think it was on Spotify, but wow, that story is crazy. It's about a teacher that um, falls in love with a student. The student falls in love with her. She brings him into her house. 
Um, and then she wants him to kill the husband and then he loves the husband so much. He's literally like, no, he's like amazing. She's like, kill the husband. And then she wants to try and kill him. And it's like crazy. Like I said, I don't want to ruin it for you. But if you're more of a podcast listener, I definitely listen to The Seduction. I also love Sword and Scale. That's like my favorite podcast. I literally listen to that on the Peloton. I don't even, I haven't listened to music in so long. I just listen to that. But The Seduction is the one you have, it's in episodes. I'm actually also, oh my God, this isn't even on my notes. I'm listening to a new podcast called Scamanda, S-C-A-M-A-N-D-A, like Scamanda. And I found that, I think it was a recommendation just through Spotify. But that is also crazy. It's about a woman that steals someone's husband and then she claims she has cancer. Then she beats it. Then she has it again. Then she beats it. And like she's some sort of celebrity it's really good. I'm not finished with that one though, but I'm up to like the last episode. So those three podcasts, guys, I'm keeping you busy this week. Watch them. I'm going to repeat them again. The Seduction, Sword and Scale, not uh, like all the episodes, like you know, they're just per episode and Scamander, amazing. Book-wise though, obviously you'll know I love my Kindle. So finished my second book I'm up to my third hopefully trying to finish the third book before the end of this month because I'm trying to do more than two books a month so I'm reading the housekeeper I think that's what it's called hold on one second is it called housekeeper what is it called housemaid sorry that is so wrong it's called the housemaid's secret that's what I'm like currently reading the housemaid's secret or the housemaid, one of those, amazing. It's one of those books you cannot put down. It starts straight away. I'm halfway through it already. Every line, something is happening. Like I do not like books that take 10 chapters to get to a character. Like give me something to work with from the start. And this book has it all. It's got the best reviews. Um. On Kindle Unlimited, it's actually free. So I would suggest that you get Kindle Unlimited if you're going to read a lot. But um, I cannot. After this, I even just want to keep reading it. It's it's so good. So I, I definitely recommend that. Back onto series though, I Survived is kind of an old series. It's like um, uh, stalked someone's watching. It's all these kind of shows. I watch these little clips on TikTok. Because in Australia, we can't watch anything. We literally don't have any means to watch anything. So if you like people that have really crazy stories, you should watch I Survived. Most of them are violent acts of, you know, burglaries or like sexual assault or stalkers and things like that. But some of them are kidnappings. Some of them are just natural disasters. And the person talks about what happened, how they got out. So I love them. And especially on TikTok, there's no ads. You just watch it. Uh, the only thing, obviously, is like there's such a small screen, but it doesn't matter. So that is like all the things I watched this week. I'm not going to include any Housewives goss this week, only because, to be honest, I watched Housewives of Miami, Housewives of Beverly Hills, Potomac, 
And like I said in my previous episodes, like I'm not impressed. Miami, I am. But today's episode that I watched, I just was like, uh, whatever. Like it's boring. They're all nearing the end. So reunions are starting. But yeah, I just, I don't need to touch on any of that. Especially because this podcast is going to be way too long if I do. One thing I will recommend though, and I need to go grab it because I don't even know what it's called. Bear with me. Okay, so like something else I want to start doing on this podcast if I obviously have a recommendation, but product recommendations. So I was watching a podcast. I think it was Amanda Hirsch. Is that her name? I honestly have no idea. But she had Sam from Summer House and Winter House on her show. And Sam, what is her last name? Honestly, I don't even want to like edit this podcast that much samantha fee she was on summer house and winter house anyway she was interviewing her and she and samantha has like amazing amazing eyelashes like it looks like extensions so what's funny is like I, that's all i was staring at the entire time of the interview but the host asked her about her eyelashes and she's like oh yeah these are my eyelashes and i was like okay what is going on so i had to buy immediately what she said she uses so she uses um she uses this product called Essie Naturals Eyelash Serum. It's on Amazon and it's quite cheap. I ordered it honestly. I can't remember what day, but it was like in the afternoon. I got it the next day on Amazon Prime, so in Australia. So that's saying a lot. Um, if you're a listener from overseas, you'll never understand this, but in Australia we get nothing. All the products you guys recommend on Amazon, like we can't get majority of them. So when I saw I could get that, I was like, yes, done. I've used it now for a week. I can already tell it's working. So super excited about that. Um, oh, what else has been going on? Here we go. New York Fashion Week was on. And again, I've missed another Fashion Week. <laughs> I've never been to one over in New York, but... I just, the fashions were fashioning. It was a snowstorm in New York. I don't know how these influencers do it because it was so cold. But I definitely miss New York. So New York Fashion Week was on this week also. Big news, Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan supposedly broke up, which is the saddest news to me because I've been rooting for them since like I mentioned them in my podcast like every week. I'm always talking about them. I'm always saying like they're amazing. They look like they're a power couple. And what happens? I think I freaking jinx them because they unfollowed each other this week. In good news, <laughs> still trying to wake up here. In good news, is that even a thing? Oh, I don't know what I'm saying. Anyways, what I was trying to say is on Valentine's Day, they were seen together. So they may have reconciled. They have refollowed each other again. So maybe love does win because I honestly don't want them to break up. I'm literally like, no. Like I've been harping on about how great you guys are and um, you're making me look like an idiot. So yeah, Valentine's Day was this week. That was on Wednesday. I honestly don't really usually do anything on valentine's day that's because i've been single for so long i mean prior to this relationship i was single for a very long time i was always in like mini relationships or situationships you may call them i was in a long distance one but honestly i never got a dime from that three year on a, on on and off relationship so i'm just so used to nothing 
that this Valentine's Day, like the fact that I'm in a relationship really didn't change much because I had no expectations. We didn't do anything. So it's not like something major did happen, but we met up for lunch uh, yesterday and I got a little card, which honestly is fine because again, like I'm saying, I'm going overseas soon. I want to go out then and spend my money then. I don't really want to feel like every little holiday is something. We already celebrated our anniversary. Then is Valentine's. It's just too much. So I'm the type that's just very low key on Valentine's Day. Like just a message that says Happy Valentine's Day is enough for me. I guess later down the track, like flowers, if I'm living with my partner at the time, like that would be nice. But I would rather flowers on a day that I have, I have no expectations for them rather than the day that everyone's buying them and I know they were like triple the price. So that's just my point of view with Valentine's Day. But I did also write a post about Valentine's Day and it's one of those things. I spoke to some of my friends about it and gosh, people have such different views of Valentine's Day because you have like the girls in relationships that just love a big gesture and love it all and and they like I need to, if he didn't get me anything like that's just like red flag and then you have those that are like my boyfriend's just like dude you're not getting anything like they've been together so long and they're like it's just a day you know then you have people that are single if and they're like oh Galentine's day or I hate this day you know, it's a scam, all these things, which I do believe in, that being a scam. Um, so it's, it's quite funny to see different sides of what that day like represents. So I find though it's more difficult for those people that are dating someone but you're not exclusive because it's sort of a day that you have high expectations when really you you can't. But for girls, I think they treat this day as a sign of whether or not this situation ship's going to go anywhere. And we do that by like simply just waiting to see if one, you end up seeing that person that week. Let me start that sentence again. If you don't make plans with your significant other or the person you're dating – the whole week of Valentine's Day, you can for sure get the hint that that person is not trying to progress further because they're purposely ignoring you that entire week. They don't want to see you because Valentine's Day to them is super full-on committing and they're a bit of a commitment phobe. I think that's bullshit. I think like if you're seeing someone or you're dating someone and they purposely don't want to see you that whole week because it represents something, I I would immediately be looking for someone else because Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, like I said, is just another day. And if your person is treating it like it's the biggest deal, what are they going to, you know, what are they going to think when it's like it comes to the time of committing to you and being in a relationship and you're six months, and then a year, and then, like, engagements. Like, if they're making Valentine's Day seem so big, they're going to make every other little thing seem so big. Valentine's Day is just another day. If you can't see your girl because you're so scared that she's going to read into it, like, what are you doing with her? That's what I think. The other thing I find is, like, for anyone just dating someone new around Valentine's Day, 
you kind of want something from them, but at the same time, you kind of let it let it go. And what I mean by that is, you know, every girl wants something, whether that's flowers, whether that's a text, whether that's a huge gesture. If you're seeing someone, hanging out with them, like just be a nice guy and do something. Even if nothing eventuates with this person, just go out. Like you're not going to, this is not a marriage. Like it's not like you'll have to break up and go through a huge divorce. Just hang out with the person, get them something, message them, happy Valentine's Day. What is the biggest, what is the big deal with guys being so scared to say happy Valentine's Day to the girl they're like hanging out with? I'm sorry, but I've had friends that have had random guys ask them if they could be their valentines and they're not even dating they just want to take a girl out just to be nice so you guys that are out there like oh i'm not doing that or that's too full on or no no i'm gonna stay home because like no way like you guys like grow up grow some freaking you know what and take your girl out at the end of the day if you know what's good (laughs) you know what's good for you there's no reason not to take her out And if you won't, someone else will. And girls, like, expect more. Like, stop making your standards so low to meet what they're putting out. Because they're just going to continue to disappoint you and continue to lowball all their offers that they're giving to you. Like, you shouldn't just expect... Like, you shouldn't think, oh, my God, he texted me today. That shouldn't even be a thing. It should be expected don't think, oh, he said this today or he he bought me dinner today. Like, yeah, that's nice. But like have some higher expectations. He should listen. He should care about you. He should go out of his way for things. It's not always about meeting him halfway. I think girls need to just not even halfway. Girls do not meet guys halfway. They literally do 70% of the work and a guy does 30 But Girls need to like, I think, up their game a bit more and not think that like this guy is the be all and end all. You know, a lot of my friends or people I know, they're going out and they're dating and they're trying to change their personality and trying to fit what he wants in someone. And I just think that that is going to just run its course and it's not natural. I think every relationship is obviously different, but... It really should be easy at the start and you should really want to see that person all the time. And I don't know, I just don't think there should be any rules at the start of I can only see you once a week, we're nothing yet, six months, slow it down, this, that. Like there's so many, if someone's already putting all these walls up or all these rules for you to obey, I just don't think it'll go the distance especially because naturally you're going to revert back to how you are how you talk how you act and they're obviously not going to like it because like they're already trying to change you at the start so we're going down the rabbit hole here but I think for a day like Valentine's Day if you are seeing someone you should expect a bit more he should be you know doing something with you for you even a text but 
again girls if that's just not your vibe and you don't care like so be it if you have a roster of other guys texting you that's all the power to you i highly recommend you do that and for all the single girls and guys out there honestly i miss being single sometimes i miss being at home watching my own shows having so much time on my hands to do whatever i wanted and pamper myself spend most of my money on myself once you're in a relationship you know you're splitting your time splitting your money you have to think about someone else before you do anything and i think it does come with its advantages and amazingness but enjoy the time you have alone because you won't get that back when you finally find someone and you need to make sure that you are okay on your own before meeting someone and that's why it took me so long I was traveling the world going crazy (laughs) meeting so many people and I was always like why am I single why am I single and it's just because like I chose to be single I chose to make my life crazy and I chose to be out of the country every few months and no relationship would you know be able to stand that and and that is why I was in long distance relationships too because it just was easier because I wasn't there they weren't there and you know we were kind of selfish in those ways so if I was single on Valentine's Day I can say what I would be doing it'd be watching a psychological thriller or a true crime documentary getting some Botox maybe some filler a new haircut maybe hair extensions just change it up treating myself a massage getting a spray tan like pampering the shit out of myself so that I'm just like so (laughs) relaxed and happy to be with myself um so yeah I think Valentine's Day does put a lot of pressure on a lot of people but like I said it's like any other day I feel like no one should feel the stress from Valentine's Day. Even men, like, don't feel like it's so so much pressure. Girls are quite simple creatures. We just want to be appreciated. Whether it's a card, flowers, you know, a gesture, something that we know that you're thinking of us is all we really want. But... I'm going to wrap up this episode now because I feel like that's a great ending to the week that was. I hope you guys enjoyed my little Valentine's Super Bowl episode. I will see you guys next week. Don't forget to check out the Lazy Girl blog and Tiana Diasis for more. Thanks, guys. Bye.